Welcome to Truth Seeing Mamas. I'm Carissa. And I'm Christian. We are both pastor's wives and mamas who are seeking truthful accounts of what it looks like for believers to have faithful endurance in real life. We hope that these conversations not only touch your heart, but also encourage you to have genuine community with other believers. We believe we can't truly be all God called us to be unless we embrace a biblical and meaningful community with our church bodies. Welcome to Truth Seeking Mamas. We are so glad you're here. Hey friends, thanks for joining us today. Before we get started, I just wanted to apologize. I'm in the middle of recovering from a sinus infection, so you might hear a random cough or clearing up the throat throughout the episode, and I just wanted to give you a heads up about that, but we had an awesome conversation, and I'm excited for you to listen to it. Thank you so much for everyone who's given us super positive feedback thus far, And we are so glad that you have chosen to join us on this podcast journey. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to Truth Seeking Mamas, our first reflection episode. Something that Christian and I have really felt a need for is to reflect back on the guests that we have. Reflect back on the things that they have said to us and we've talked about in order that we would be able to apply the things that we talked about and it not just be words that we say but actual tangible ways that we can apply these things into our own lives and church communities so before we get started today if you have not listened to loving the mama in school I really encourage you to pause here and go back and listen to that so Christian, I know for myself, something that over and over again was uh, very evident through Trista's story was just God's timing through her whole story. Yes, definitely something she talked about a lot was how the Lord met her and her husband's time of need um, throughout her going to school. For sure. And obviously everything that she went through, it wasn't a quick journey, you know, um, for the, from the start of her journey, going back to school to her finishing her master's degree was a 10 year period. That was just something that really was impressed upon me because I think so many times in our Christian walks, we're like, oh, this is just a season, but we think about like seasons like we do throughout the year, you know, just a couple of months. We never really think about seasons being drawn out mm-hmm. years at a time. And I'm sure that can be discouraging. I, I'm sure she was probably discouraged at times. I know I get discouraged if things go on beyond a couple of months. So I can't imagine, you know, almost a decade of my life. So you, in times when it feels like the season is stretching further than you can handle or it's not exactly what you pictured. Um, I think of the Psalms and how David cries out to the Lord in seasons, in times of distress saying, how long O Lord? And not only does he cry out to the Lord and let him know how he's feeling in those seasons, but he also cries out to the Lord and says, but you, O Lord are the lifter of my head. You, O Lord are my shield and my defender. 
it's you I put my trust in. And I think in times where we are dealing with struggles or dealing with long seasons, reminding ourselves that it's okay to cry out to the Lord for strength and also okay cry out to the Lord because we are dealing with struggle and want him to answer us and to give us the peace we desire or give us the needs to be met. Something else that she said, she was encouraging me in my journey going back to school. She said, if the Lord has called you to something, he will see you through it. You know, and I think just like what you were saying with David, the Lord knew everything he would face as king. You know, he knew everything that she was going to face going back to school, not just furthering her education, but the financial struggles she was going to go through, the struggles of being a mom to two small kids. You know, none of that escaped his mind when he called her to that. And I just felt like that was extremely encouraging to me. Yeah, the proverb um, that that reminds me of, her story is from Proverbs 16 on it says the heart of man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is very evident through the life of Trisha is that the Lord established her steps, even though she didn't know she kind of had an idea of where she was going, but the Lord planned everything out from professors to church members to other people in her life that were family members, you know, through all those situations and difficulties that she faced, there were things clearly put there for her. <clears throat> for sure. For sure. You know, at the end of our conversation, I asked, you know, what are some things that you think your community, <clears throat> you know, could have done to better help you mm-hmm. and such. And I, I would like to bring that to our listeners mind and maybe you and I can <clears throat> refresh or, revisit some of the ways that she mentioned but you know what are some ways that we could reach out to people in our communities in the upcoming season ahead because as we enter into the fall season I feel like our lives get anything but slow um even though the seasons are changing our Mm -hmm. lives can be very hectic and so what are some ways that in this upcoming season and week that we could be an encouragement to people in our communities who might be in a similar situation as Trista. Well, I think some of the ways that she mentioned was serving them through either a meal or even childcare. Mm. I think childcare is something we don't think of most of the time when people are going through a struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is such a blessing to have someone say, Hey, I'm going to watch your kids for an hour so you can go on a walk or, Hey, I'm going to watch your kids for an hour so you can take a nap. That has been a blessing to me. Um, postpartum wise, just having people come to my home, friends, family, and just say, Hey, I'll hold the baby. You go take a nap or, you know, I'll take the big kids to go play at the park and you can stay here and do whatever you need to do to get your home in order. You know, those things are so wonderful and I think a lot of times when we think of someone going through a difficult season 
meals are the first thing that come to our brain because we're like, we can do that. That's a quick fix, I guess is the best term. Uh, because that's the way we know the best way, the best way we know how to serve them is, you know, making a meal for them when sometimes it's not just that maybe it's, let me come to your house for an hour and I'll fold your laundry and we can talk about what you're going through or, you know, intentionally connecting outside on your front porch and talking about the struggles that you're facing and specifically praying for ways for the Lord to intervene for that person. Um, I think all those things can be helpful. Yeah, for sure. And I think the thing in general is just to be intentional. Uh, Like I said in the podcast, we get so in our own, you know, bubble, in our own groove, in our own mindset. We don't stop and look around, you know. So maybe for you this week, this season, maybe just a place to start is, God, would you show me who is it in my community that I can love better? Who is it in my community that I can come alongside, make a meal, offer to babysit? You know, I know people have offered to daughter at church, and that has just been so helpful because I do work from home. And sometimes you just need some time to get some things done and to be focused. And so that has just been a blessing. And sometimes you and your spouse need a date night. And it's nice to not have to pay for child care, Mm -hmm. especially when you're on a a tight budget. And so there have been been several um, youth that have said, this is a way I can serve. other church members and so on the days they're not doing other jobs or in the times they're not in school they're willing to serve and watch our children and that's just a wonderful blessing Um, especially when you're in ministry and you're maybe not close to a family member Um, for sure that that's a nice blessing to have for sure so we've talked about how can the community come alongside people like this So another thing that really rested on our hearts was how can we encourage someone who finds themselves in a similar situation that Trista did? And this doesn't have to be, you know, you are in school. It could be you're financially at a place where you can't afford childcare because it is very expensive um, at times. So what are ways that we can encourage the mama that finds herself in a similar season that Trista's in? So, Christian, would you mind uh, sharing the other scripture that uh, the Lord laid on your heart for this podcast? Yes, the one that I think of in dealing with times of going back to school or in times of a new transition for a family is Proverbs three, five, and six. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. Mm, that's good. And I are also music lovers. And so we like to send each other songs back and forth. And there have been some hymns that the Lord laid on her heart as well. That reminded her of how we can encourage 
a mama in a similar situation. Would you mind to share the hymns with us, Christian? Yes, the two hymns that I thought of in this situation were Trust and Obey and What a Friend We Have in Jesus. Mm. And Trust and Obey reminds me that that's what God has called us to do. It's what not only what God has called us to do, but that's where we'll find the most joy. And the, the first verse goes, when we walk with the Lord in the light of his word, what a glory he sheds on our way. When we do his good will, he abides with us still and with all who will trust and obey. And I think that that reminds me that if I am following the Lord, I'll have the joy of him in trusting what he's called me to do and obeying him. And that's exactly what Trista, Trista was doing was obeying what God had called her to do and also trusting that he was going to provide for them financially in those moments. And then when I think of what a friend we have in Jesus, one of the lines that or two of the lines that mean so much are what a peace we often forfeit and what needless pain we bear. I feel like a lot of the times when we are going through trials or difficulties or transitions sometimes we turn away from the Lord instead of turning to the Lord. Mm. We try to figure out how to fix the situation instead of saying, Lord, you're in control of the situation. I will trust you. And so I believe that this hymn definitely speaks to turning away from the things that are struggles and giving them back to the Lord and saying, Lord, I know that this is a difficult thing. You called me to this time. And so I'm going to trust you and keep moving forward. That's a good word. That's a good word. So lastly, we wanted to mention some food options. <laughs> we, we wouldn't be good Baptist if we did not bring food into our conversations, friends, you know. So uh, whether you're a Baptist or not, no, n- nothing against you. We just like food. So um, <clears throat> we wanted to share uh, some recipes with you all, and those will be in the description of the show. So feel free to look those up. Christian, you, you share yours, and then I'll share mine. Yeah, so one of our favorite soups during the fall season, since we're entering that time, is is a meaty tomato soup. It is a kid-loved, parent-approved, healthy option for your family. Super simple to make. Just think about spaghetti, but a little bit more of a soup form. And it's super easy to make. It's definitely one if you're in a time crunch and in a budget crunch. Um, will help you provide a healthy meal for your family. It serves about eight to 10 people, but we can sometimes stretch it. You know, you can add a little more water, a little more tomato sauce and make it work for your family. It's, it calls for ground beef, but if you have chicken or pork, I'm sure you could just add that in Italian sausage will be a good twist to it. Um, whatever is on your shelves at your local grocery store, because we all know these days, some things are not. <laughs> and so this is a very, just a very great recipe that my mother-in-law passed down. It's from Taste of Home Slow Cooker Classics. 
but I'll just have the little caption for it below as well. Sounds good. The non-healthy option uh, for dessert, <laughs> which fall to me is baked goods. Oh, yes, definitely. I mean, I think I think it's a good balance. We need like healthy supper or a healthy meal. And then we need like the good, you know, rich dessert oh, or, yeah. you know, an option just to have. So mine is not going to be as quick and easy. Um, but I will say it is a hit. I made this for my, um, my little girl who is a little over a year. She loves it. My husband loves it. I said, I'm going to make this for our church. I made two loaves, took it to church and brought none of it home. So (laughs) I would say that was a good, a good, um, a good recipe and it's called homemade carrot bread. But what I did is I added apples in with it. So honestly, the longest part of the recipe is the cooking part, something you make on the weekends with your family and uh, also grating carrots. That was a little bit longer of a process, but it's not bad. We're going to link both of these down to the bottom for you. And we hope this is something you could take to that family you know that is in a similar situation or you enjoy this with your family yourself so absolutely I do have a question about your recipe yes do you shred or cut up the apples I cubed okay so some of some of my stuff you know a lot of the apple recipes will say peeled or not um, not going to lie, there was some peeling on them, and people didn't care. They liked it. So <laughs> if you are not the person to um, peel your apples, that's okay. <laughs> that's a good It'll thing. That's good. a good thing to know because yes. people thought it was that delicious that they didn't care if there was peel or not. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had people ask me if it was cranberry. Interesting. And I was like, no. Oh, it's apples. Oh, okay. <laughs> so regardless, it was it was a hit and when it's cooking in the oven, oh my goodness, it smells so good. So um <clears throat> hopefully you all will like it too and we'll add both of those and like I said, I added apples, so I'll make sure to note that at the bottom. So thank you so much for joining us. Christian, would you close us out um with a word of prayer? We thank you that in seasons of change, you never change. We are grateful that you are continually the same. God, you have always been and always will be. And we pray that in this time for those who are continuing their education, that they would seek your face and trust you. Trust that you will give them peace for the path ahead. Trust that that you will provide for them both their physical and spiritual needs. Lord, I pray that you would give them people to encourage them along the way. Lord, I pray we as a congregation can love these mamas well. Help us to see the needs they have, be the encouragers they need, and pray for and reach out to them regularly. Thank you for your everlasting love, Lord. May we love each other well, just as you have loved us. Amen. Amen. One more thing before we go, I wanted you to know that we are officially on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Spotify. If you know of any other platform for podcasts that you would like us to be on or that your friends listen to, please do not hesitate to shoot us a message. 
Uh, once again, we are Truth Seeking Mamas on Instagram and Facebook. So we look forward to connecting with you there. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you soon.